0: Today on the show,
1: I would like to welcome Dawn Veselka, who is a radiation therapist and mom to an amazing teen. She spent 12 years of her professional career treating cancer patients, including a year at the world-renowned MD Anderson Cancer Center in Houston, Texas. When her daughter became ill at the age of three, life took a turn in a completely unexpected direction. Over the past 15 years, she has witnessed and experienced the toll that living with a long-term illness can take on the patient, caregiver, siblings, and medical teams, and how the smallest gesture can have the biggest impact on an isolated, lonely person. So in 2020, they co-founded Cards to Warriors a company that sends greeting cards filled with much love, hope, and cheer to those living with long-term illnesses and their support teams. We have so much to delve into today, Dawn, so let's get right into this, and welcome.
2: Thank you, Summer. I'm super excited to be here talking with you today.
1: Oh, I'm excited to have you here, and what you're doing out in the world is just so wonderful. But before we get started and get into your professional journey, let's Mm -hmm. talk about... Maybe a word, one word that describes your life to this point.
2: So my word would be surprise, <laughs> because that's that's my positive take on pivot or the unexpected or you know that sledgehammer that just whacks you upside the head surprises can be exhilarating and fun, or they can be the kind that take your breath away and bring you to you. And I think part of this whole journey is that we get to experience both. So yeah, that's how I would ex- describe life to this point.
1: <laughs> I love that word. Because yeah. rather than using the overused word pivot, surprise is such a good one. Because sometimes we are not expecting what turns and things that happen during life, they just happen, right? Even though things can be happy and exhilarating, it can Mm -hmm. still bring a little bit of change and stress to the life as well. So why is this word meaningful to you?
2: I think when you're a kid, you know, and you don't, you just go through life and you don't really have much control. And we have this illusion that when we grow up, that we can plan out our life and we can have control and things will go exactly the way we think that they're going to go. And I think that we make a plan and God laughs, you know, like the, um, like the old saying goes and. He says, surprise, there's already a plan in place for your life. And so for our job, as we're here navigating our existence here on earth is to just roll with it, to to surrender, yeah. to go with the, the good, the fun, the curveballs that come at us. Our job is to just figure out how to navigate it. And if we can get to that core belief that the universe, God is working for us and not against us, then somehow we can manage to navigate the good and the bad, knowing that it's all going to come together. And I think one of the biggest, well, it all started with my daughter surprise. She came over six weeks early <laughs> and wow. that's what started. So that was, that was um, our first big surprise, I would say on this health journey of life.
1: Wow. Okay. So let's talk about that. Tell us about the evolution of your journey, such as what were your dreams for yourself? How did you fulfill those dreams? And how are you living your dreams today?
2: Oh, that's such a great question. So, okay, so my plan for my daughter, you know, because that's what we moms do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we forget to let go. Um, but I was gonna raise a spunky little soccer player. That was my big plan. And Then at well, looking back, she started showing signs about 18 months. But at age three, she quit walking. At age four, we finally got her diagnosed, and she has chronic illness and rare disease. Um, Her official title is mixed connective tissue disease. She has juvenile arthritis that affects her joints. That's one that most people have heard of by now. She has um, scleroderma, which affects her skin and internal organs. Dermatomyositis, which affects her muscles, and Raynaud's, which affects her circulation. So. You know, she just, it's kind of like whack-a-mole, which everyone's flaring, then that's the one, <laughs> that's the one we focus on. You know, we, it was a totally unexpected, no one expects that they're going to have a kid that has illness and that you're going to have to go into that life of hospitals and doctors and shots and infusions and, and all of those things that come with you. And especially when you have a kid who looks quote unquote normal, you know, an invisible illness. I mean, summer. You get it right yeah. you know like um, i get it you, yeah so the outside world expects them to be normal healthy active kids and their life is anything but yeah so let me just step back
1: before the child before the kid came into your life <laughs> what were your dreams what was your trajectory did you have like something planned for yourself
2: i treated cancer patients which you know, it's a calling. Everyone says, how do you do that? Well, everyone, we're all wired for something. (laughs) So I know I had a sister who was a social worker and took care of kids that were abandoned. Like I couldn't do that, but treating cancer patients was an act of love and service. So that's what I did. Um, love to travel, my bestie and I used to say all the time, we're going to have kids. We're going to raise international kids. Nowadays, we can homeschool. We can we can live all over the world. They can see the world. You know, of course, this is before the internet. Now you can log on. Look what we're doing, right? Um, right? Now you can log on and talk to anyone in any country. But back then, um, that was our dream, just to travel, to just live life to the fullest every moment, like just experiencing. It wasn't so much about the stuff as it was about just living a thriving, exciting life.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of times, you know, we we look at the outcome first. Oh, we want to get there. And I love mm-hmm. that you're talking about living life. It was about being in the moment. And mm-hmm. it was about traveling, doing these exciting things together, enjoying each other. And I love that because a lot of times we get stuck in the outcome. And the outcome, as you were saying, isn't exactly how we envision it, <laughs> right,
2: right? <laughs> right? It's like I you think. want it
1: to be that that mom of the the soccer kit, right? And yet, right. it turned out very differently. And not that you love, you embrace, you all these things with your child, and it, it's okay. It's just a different outcome, and that's life. That is the surprise. Mm -hmm. And I love that you use that word because it's all connecting. I also love that you talked about being a radiation therapist and helping treat cancer. That is a calling. It truly Mm -hmm. is. There are people like you out there that are so precious and so wonderful Mm -hmm. and so well-intentioned that are out there helping people because it's not just treatment. It's the emotional component that comes along with having a disease like cancer.
2: Yeah. Thank you. It, you know, I can say, it cause I know that I was wired for it. So it's not anything that I did. I just, I, you know, I just had such a heart for the patients and, you know, a silver lining flip side to that is, um, how can you whine about anything when you spend your day treating people that are fighting for their life I didn't take other people's whining very well either. You know, back in the day, I played soccer and I'd show up to, you know, to a game or something. And if my friends were whining, I'd be like, really? Really? I just treated a girl today who won't be here for Christmas. So how about we just suck it up and just have fun, you know, or things like that, because it just puts life into perspective. And I think that we all have something on our heart, that we all have a way that we serve in this world. And we just have to find what resonates with us. So, It was treating cancer patients, and now it's um, helping those who live with the long-term illness.
1: Oh, my goodness. Look at all
2: you're doing, Summer.
1: (laughs) Oh, you know what? Thank you so much. And people ask me the same thing. I used to work in hospitals, emergency medicine, Mm -hmm. and treat people who were impacted by a serious mental illness, who were suicidal, homicidal, gravely disabled, and I would assess them day in, day out. And nobody ever comes to a hospital in an ER situation without a crisis, without it being some kind of crisis, right? (laughs) Or where they're in pain. So I know, I know. And people go, how do you do that every day? And I'm like, I love it. I love it. Everybody's story is different. Mm -hmm. And if you can help that person, that family that Mm -hmm. community member with something to help support their lives and help them maneuver through that crisis, that challenge. To me, that's what I was called to do.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: How do you Mm -hmm. help people kind of manage their emotions through that? How do you support people? I know that you've created a new business. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about that business. Let's tell us more about Cards to Warriors.
2: So as a result of this, navigating this journey with my daughter, Sadie, who is the most amazing teenager on the planet, I have to say she's fabulous, but we've had 15 years of navigating this, building our relationship, supporting others. And I think she was about nine years old and we've always done some kind of giving back. Um, it's, I just always believed it helps her focus outside of her body. All of us, actually, we can all learn from it. And so she turned to me and she just said, mom. When I help others, my body feels better. And that was her way of recognizing that she gets that dopamine and the serotonin and that when she does something good for others, no matter how minor it is, it makes her feel better. Through the course of everything, we've landed on cards and we created cards to warriors for multi-purpose. But one, when you are in the midst of treatment and journey, and when it's really hard So many times patients, caregivers, they feel so alone after COVID, everyone can relate to what sheltering in place means. And now to realize that there are people whose lives are that way every single day, their whole life is a shelter in place. I think there's just an empathy factor that we can all have for those who are trapped at home or limited in their mobility or caregiving for someone full time. So We tried a bunch of things, but you know what? We went back to simple snail mail. There is just something magical. Talk about surprise, surprise and delight. Something showing up unexpectedly in someone's mailbox that isn't a medical bill or an insurance statement or a collection notice when you live with an illness. Oh, it's like Christmas morning in your mailbox. And so we just found that. Simple cards would just make someone's day. They would remind them that they're not alone, that someone's thinking about them, that they're loved, that someone took the time to send them something. You know, we thought it was a really good idea. And then like, oh my gosh, the feedback and the impact that it makes, it's unbelievable. It's just so cool. So just knowing that we can reach out and touch those lives and drop a little hope, a little love, a little cheer on them in their darkest times or in their long year. That's the thing about chronic illness and rare disease. It doesn't go away. (laughs) And sometimes the years can be really long. So for example, we just sent out our Christmas in July card because Oh, with this heat wave, who doesn't want a little bit of fun and lighthearted, um, wintry thoughts, right? And it's just fun. It's fun. It's surprise and delight in their mailbox. And it's just something that they can they can keep and look at during those tough times when they're just like a little bit down. It just pulls their, it helps their mental health, their emotional health. And they know, they know that they're not alone on this journey. You
1: know what, Dawn? I love that. You you. mentioned so many things here that just are so, that resonates with me. And the reason being is because I was one of those kids Mm -hmm. who was in the hospital. At one point, I was in the hospital for two weeks, transferred, and in another hospital for another two weeks. And that was Stanford Children's Hospital for another two weeks. And I remember having to do my schoolwork there. I remember... Thank goodness the nurses were precious. And so Mm -hmm. they actually, knowing how long I had been in the hospital, they had called me to sit at the nurse's station with them and do some stabling or do some, (laughs) you know, so I could just sit there and have a different disposition based on, I don't have to be in this bed the entire Mm -hmm. time. And I remember Mm -hmm. also that the kids in, I think it was my first or second grade class, wrote cards.
2: Oh. And I
1: remember that was so awesome, because I missed my peers, I missed mm-hmm. my classmates. And being away and being isolated, you can miss people. So yes, you talk absolutely. about that isolation, you talk about sheltering in place because of COVID. But I also think that is sheltering in place, and we we get it. But there's a different type of empathy. A different type of empathy that goes along with connection, with doing something outside of yourself, like this business that you started, Cards Mm -hmm. to Warriors. Mm -hmm. Like your daughter Sadie said, it makes me feel good. And you being an athlete, you knowing what it feels like to produce that serotonin, that dopamine, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: it feels like you're connected to the other, especially Mm -hmm. when you're doing the philanthropy and you're giving back. It creates that happiness, that connection of sorts. That philanthropy, that connection, that dopamine, that serotonin that is on fire when you do things like this. It (laughs) it feels so good. And the one thing I want to get across to the listeners today too is it's about going out and doing something because I feel like a lot of us are still isolating, are still Mm -hmm. sheltering in place, but we have to go and make those connections with humans because it allows us to create, better create those emotional connections Mm -hmm. and become more emotionally intelligent. Meaning we understand connections because we get it. We're with somebody. We see their facial expressions. We see their movements. Mm -hmm. We're more in tune with that then. Mm -hmm. So don't let this technology block that connection, because I'm glad that we're able to do this, you know, and sit here and have this mm-hmm. conversation, but to get out and do something for others to connect with people brings such a different feeling. It brings with it a longevity, like you have an investment in the other person.
2: mm mm-hmm. And
1: you also get to learn more about them through their behavior, through their actions, whether it's walking, talking, all of that. So I love what you're saying because it is what you do with Cards to Warriors and opening up that mailbox and having Christmas in July. I love Christmas and (laughs) I love Christmas in July. Let me just tell you a little story. So I was in Okinawa and in in July, it gets extremely Extremely hot during the summer and extremely humid, but some mm-hmm. of the the shops there had Christmas in July, and I'm like, oh, it feels so good because it <laughs> it just brings that coziness and that feeling <laughs> to July that I needed.
2: Right? It's so. like visualization. I'm gonna picture it's snowy and I have my coat and. Yeah, right. so i love
0: it i love it so we, we also have it. a
2: bunch of warriors we call them instead of patients we call them warriors um in the southern hemisphere so it's freezing cold right now and then when we actually do christmas time or the holidays it's hot as blazes for them so this is our nod wow. to them where it's like hey you know We'll send you some Christmas cheer and you can put on some Christmas movies while it's cold, (laughs) while you can still wear a sweater. And uh, so it's just fun. It's global. It's just a lot of fun. I was going to ask you how far reaching is this so far? So to try to keep it super succinct, everything we do is around cards. We do offer digital and we're testing video. So that's going to be super fun and right in the moment of crisis, which I think will be great. So we have, programs for people who live with illness and want to send cards to each other. We have our main program, like our Christmas in July card, that we have a mailing list on our website. So anyone who lives with an illness is a warrior, who's a caregiver, a sibling, or a medical professional, because, you know, like you mentioned, your nurses, they are angels walking this earth. And so we want to send them some love too. But anyone that falls into those categories can go to our website, warriors.org sign up on the mailing list, and Just be in our database that we randomly get to send out cards for. And then we also have volunteer programs. So for those who, can't maybe go and volunteer or want to be part of I want to drop some love on somebody else or I want to cheer and encourage somebody we have programs from a one-time volunteer to joining one of our card crews so it's super important especially those who are on that trajectory for life and they get nailed by a a chronic illness or a rare disease they lose everything they lose their career their identity a lot of times their houses they have to move home whatever their circumstances are So they come and volunteer with us and they have a new purpose and they're helping others who are walking similar paths that they are. They can relate. It's just, it's such a win-win all the way around. It's, it's beautiful. I love it.
1: And you don't feel so alone when you can help people who understand what you're going through. You absolutely Mm -hmm. don't feel so alone. You feel more connected. You feel more rooted. And there's an exchange of ideas there too. There might be some ideas that help the other as well. I just absolutely love what you're doing and how Thank you're you. spreading that joy, that love, mm-hmm. and that connection. As we come to the close of this interview, because we've covered so much today, my last mm-hmm. question is if you were to leave the listeners with some words of wisdom, what would they be?
2: I would say keep going. Keep going. I believe in you. And so many times when you get those surprises, that aren't the good surprises, the middle is the hardest part. So I would just say, keep going. You're not alone. And there are plenty of people that love and support you and that are cheering for you. And we know, we know you can do this.
1: Thank you for those words of wisdom. And thank you, Don, for joining me on the Core Women podcast today.
2: Thank you so much, Summer. You're just a delight. I loved it.
1: Thank you so much. You can follow Don Vaselka on Facebook and Instagram at Cards2Warriors and on LinkedIn at
0: Don Vaselka. Thank you for joining us on the Core Women Podcast with Dr. Summer Watson. We're so glad you're here and would love to connect more with you. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Core Women and on Twitter at Core Women One. For more about Core Women and Dr. Watson, visit CoreWomen.com. Want more support and resources for amazing women like you? Great! Join Dr. Watson and Jen Fontanilla at the Life, Love & Money Collective, a Core Women production that aids in understanding the key traits that might be getting in the way of living a life that you are absolutely passionate about. Connect with Summer and Jen and find out more at TheLifeLoveAndMoney.com.